0: Welcome to the Far Side of Leadership podcast, where you can have fun and, if you're lucky, learn something about leadership. And now, Terry Farr, your host. Welcome back to the Far Side of Leadership. In this episode, we're going to talk about leadership. Now, you may think that's sort of funny, but too many times I get to going down some other trail talking about health and wellness and talking about financial stuff, whatever. And some people may go, well, you don't even talk about leadership. Well, you probably heard me say before, health and wellness and financial stuff and other things that I talk about, they are part of leadership. But but I'm just going to ramble a little bit as I normally do. I don't necessarily have a definition of leadership or who is a leader, but I'm going to sort of guess that if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably not because I'm some kind of dynamic speaker and a a leadership guru, but maybe you got sucked into, if you will, the title, side of Leadership. What's that got to do with anything? So, Anyway, whether this is your first time to visit the podcast, hopefully not your last, or maybe you're revisiting, hey, I'd like to thank you. I'd like to welcome you. I'd like for you to share anything that you find is worth sharing. And also, too, if you can figure out how to go out there and rate my podcast, hey, I'd I'd appreciate that, too. Anyway. Let's talk about leadership, though. Who's a leader? Now, you, you've probably heard it said before, oh, he's a natural-born leader. Now, is is there such a thing as a natural-born leader? I, I really, I don't know. I could debate that either way. I th- I think some people just, when they grow up, they have these leadership skills. Now, where did they get those? And I just got to thinking about this a while ago, thinking about my parents. And in my opinion, my dad was a leader and my mom was a leader. Now, they led in maybe two different extremes, if you will. I I do believe they were leaders. And so, you know, I'd like to think that I'm a leader and that my sister is a leader. So maybe we did inherit some leadership qualities or skills. Maybe maybe we're natural-born leaders. But then let's just say, ah, oh, there's no such thing as a natural-born leader. Okay. Maybe there's not. So where do you get leadership skills? How do you all of a sudden wake up one day and say, hey, I want, I want to be a leader. Yeah, yeah, that's me. And I'd like to apologize. I, I I don't know if it's a chess code, head code, or COVID that I had last week that uh, has me a little congested, if you will, making me cough and clear my throat a little bit more than normal. But I can remember, you know, when I was playing little league baseball, and all of a sudden, I don't I don't know how how it happened, but I became the captain of the baseball. Team, my last year might have been co-captain. I don't remember if it was captain, co-captain. If there's two of us or what. I remember who the cheerleader was. Susan. But anyway, um. So you know, maybe I woke up then and said, "Well, gee, somebody thinks I've got some leadership qualities." I don't know. Then, then I remember. I just remember along the way. Either somebody saying, "Hey, let's let Terry do it." Or either maybe I volunteered. But I think becoming a leader is about willingness to be a leader. Because if, obviously, you're not willing to be a leader, guess what's going to happen? You're not going to be a leader. Now, we have opportunities pretty much every day to serve. Okay? Whether it's a civic organization whether it's a nonprofit organization, whether it's your church. There's so many opportunities that we have, and I think sometimes we think that we're being taken advantage of. Somebody might say, like in my case, I work for a bank, and they might say, hey, why don't you be the finance committee chairperson? Uh, Why don't you be the treasurer, you know, thinking that I love doing that? Well, they may be right and they may be wrong, but instead of me thinking, oh, they just, nobody else wants to do it and they can't find anybody, so they're just trying to suck me into doing this. Now, probably, probably that's not the case, probably, and not me as an example, but if somebody asks you to be on a committee, instead of thinking negative, why don't you think positive? Think like, yeah, I could help on this committee. Think, think of the ways that you could serve. Again, back to civic organizations, there are some great civic organizations all over the world. There's some great nonprofit organizations. And you may not be involved in those organizations now. You might be waiting on somebody to call you and say, hey, how would you like to join Such and such a club. How would you like to join Rotary? Maybe nobody's called you. That doesn't mean you can't call somebody that's in a civic organization or in a nonprofit organization. Maybe you need to visit. Maybe you need to invite yourself to come to a meeting and see what they are all about. A nonprofit organization, for example, you may read their mission statement, and go, man, yeah, I'm all about finding a cure for cancer, you know? You know, maybe you've seen something happen that you didn't like, and so you get involved in that organization. But how do you become a leader? Well, first, I think you've got to want to be a leader, And I don't have notes to say what's number two, three, four, but number two might be just willingness to serve. That might be the same thing as number one, but whatever, as they say. But three, you know, maybe you just need to get out of your comfort zone and say, hey, I'm going to get on this committee. I don't want to be the chairperson, but I want to get on the committee. Then after you're on the committee for a year, you may decide you want to be an officer of that civic organization or nonprofit organization and get real committed. Now, one thing that I don't think any of us need to do is get too involved in too many organizations, clubs, things such as that, to where it takes you away from your let's just call it your real job, or even takes you further away from your family because you're so busy. But being willing to serve, getting out of your comfort zone, I think is a step. Also, too, how do you become a leader or a better leader? One is to become a good communicator. Now, Being a good communicator doesn't mean that you just run your mouth. Being a good communicator, actually, I'm not going to say it's all about listening, but being a great communicator is someone that can listen. And as I heard years ago, somebody say something about, Daddy, listen to me with your eyes. You know, listen to people. Now, am I the best at listening? Absolutely not. (laughs) but I'm trying, I'm trying to get better, you know, and the worst thing that we can do is what? Listen as we're texting. That's about as bad as driving while we're texting or texting while we're driving, whichever. But the power of association is so strong. If you want to be a good leader, what should you do? Hang out with good leaders. Hang out with people that are where you want to be. Let's just say you want, you'd you like to be one day the president of an organization, whatever that may be. Well, start hanging out with the VP, hanging out with the, the president, hanging out as much as you can with these people so that you can learn how they are leading. Because there is a difference, and I think I've talked about this before, there is a difference in being a leader And a manager, sort of like there's a difference between a square and a rectangle. (laughs) All squares are rectangles, aren't they? But all rectangles are not squares. I don't know what grade I learned that, but anyway. So all managers are not great leaders. Most leaders, let me think, I'm going to say this and then I may retract. Most leaders are good managers. But managing someone doesn't mean you're going to micromanage and watch everything that they do. As a leader, you're going to look for other leaders. That way, you can do what you need to do. They can do what they need to do. So, as they say, follow the leader. I think I said that in the last episode. Follow the leader. But make sure that the leader is somebody that's reputable, has good character, honest integrity, and all that. Don't, don't follow somebody because of their title. Follow the leader because of the person that they are. Another way that you can grow into leadership is by listening to podcasts, by reading books, whether they're hardback, softback, whether they're on Kindle or Audible, whichever way you like it. If you like highlighting, hey, you could get a book, or you can get Kindle and highlight on Kindle. Or if you're like me, I like riding down the road, listening to stuff. So I love Audible. So these are just some things that we can do to become a leader or a better leader. Just remember the power of association and what you read and what you listen to, who you hang out with, that's going to be, you just look back five years well, look forward five years, look back five years, and then if you're not where you want to be, all you got to do is say, "Who did I hang out with the last five years? What books did I read? What CDs? What you know? Podcasts that I listened to?" And if you weren't doing the right thing, guess what? Five years from now, you're not going to be where you want to be. Okay. So anyway, don't know if any of this makes sense. It does to me, I think. So hopefully it does to you. So let's both all, everybody listening, let's become the best leaders that we can be. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Far Side of Leadership podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today. Feel free to share with anyone you think may enjoy the podcast. For more information, visit TerryFarr.com.